what up y'all it is your boy the one and only ace which aka the barracuda bandit aka um that feeling when your toenail missing <laughs> oh my god aka uh get that damn lint out of your pocket uh <laughs> welcome all to uh switch sites podcast uh basically my solo podcast uh where i talk about gaming and basically all things related to that um welcome we're on episode 18 i believe uh today's date is august 15th 2019 um been somewhat of a slow news week um haven't really nothing uh nothing really huge uh, or significant has necessarily came out since last episode um i guess technically the calm before the storm in terms of um uh gamescom which is going to be next week so probably be a good amount of uh news uh there I'm just double checking if there's anything uh, substantial that is a uh, that has been added that of which I do not see currently but just let me double check yeah nope so cool no worries uh probably just be a little bit of a shorter episode uh don't want to take up your time if there isn't any significance in taking up your top, I guess, but nonetheless, uh, let's get into the news. Um, so first topic of discussion is, uh, there's supposedly, um, from a link, uh, or a leak by, um, link 83, uh, in terms of a post, uh, from the August Nintendo eShop thread, uh, that basically there's a patent for a very any SNES shaped controller, which, uh, you know, presumably uh, would I- insinuate that there's going to be something similar to the NES Classic or any NES Online. I mean, um, in terms of, uh, you know, there was the controllers that came out uh, last year um, to support playing um, Nintendo, uh, original Nintendo games on your switch where they've been releasing games every month. And it's like, I, I'm I'm about to sidetrack anyway, but, um, yeah. So in terms of that, uh, this definitely hints at a possibility of, uh, uh, SNES, um, online, um, set up to some extent. So, that is a uh, pretty cool SNES to Nintendo Switch Online. That'd be cool. I hope there's no extra. I doubt it's extra charge. It probably make it more worthwhile. But this is good news either way. I know I'm. I'm gonna be a sucker for it if whenever if and when they ever release it. Uh, they said it's supposed to have a lot of similar dynamics as the um, Joy-Con to an extent. Uh, obviously, it doesn't seem to look to be like detachable. Well, maybe you could put possibly do the same thing like the 
NES uh, Switch controllers where you can put them on the sides, but they look like by godly ugly and impractical as hell. But I mean, if whatever tickles your fancy, I mean, by all means, if you want to have a mutinoid uh, looking Switch, uh, freaking. 1994 looking freaking uh i want to be in the past so bad looking uh i'm a retro boy looking uh <laughs> let me stop uh seriously though um i'm definitely all for it uh love me some uh nostalgia uh in terms of retro games uh i, I technically i want to say technically my first console Man, it's all a blur, really, but at least if if anything, it's definitely one of the most substantial consoles I remember growing up was the Super Nintendo. So um, it does hold a special place in my heart and from a nostalgia aspect. So, you know, uh, someone like me uh, is going to eat all this up, going to eat every little bit, every little crumb, every little scrump, scrump, scrumption. <laughs> that is not a word, but you know what? Let's let's pretend it is a word. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Interesting stuff, though. It seems pretty likely. I wonder if they'll be able to get it out before the end of this year. Uh, but I don't know. I think if the uh, NES online controller was any indication, I don't think it was announced until... Um, I think it was announced much earlier than now uh, compared to last year. We'll see. Cool either way, though. I'm definitely going to get it if it exists, which it probably is because everybody's been wanting a SNES classic um, or being able to play SNES games on their Switch. So, I mean, it would only make sense, right? It's all. It's gotta make sense. If it ain't gonna make sense, then what? What, what use is it? You know, it's gotta make sense. If it, if it ain't about dollars, then it ain't about sense. Do you? Do you? Do you pick up what I'm putting down? You probably don't. I'm sorry about that. I don't know where I was going with that. I, let me control myself. Okay. So yeah, that is a uh, pretty cool. Looking forward to it if that actually comes to be. And uh, I guess we'll see shortly. Probably it would be perfect timing for Gamescom if they were to announce some of this stuff. I'm not sure if Nintendo is confirmed to be at Gamescom, though. But who knows? They might do some like stealth announcements like, you know, uh, announced right before Gamescom starts or something like that. But I guess that technically would have been today. That normally would have been the you know prime time to announce stuff, which at least uh, to my knowledge, uh, a lot of stuff has not been announced anyway. But yeah, but yeah. cool, cool. Uh, so keeping along with uh, <laughs> I guess console war news, if you will. Uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of that terminology since uh, I am a fan of all of them in their own unique way, like children. Uh, you can't pick one over the other, but you do like each and every. One in their own way, except for, you know, the redheaded stepchild, which, you know, is, um, actually there is the, really isn't no redheaded stepchild in this. So never mind, <laughs> never mind. Have love, love, love everybody. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in terms of news with, uh, Phil Spencer, um, I believe in an interview, let me, let me get the appropriate source. 
get the appropriate source uh, from a news article on Game and Bolt by uh, Landon Wright in terms of an interview. Um, Phil Spencer denies um, streaming only um, a streaming only next X next generation Xbox is in development. So um, obviously, uh, well, me, unless you're under a rock, technically, I guess um, it's been highly rumored that alongside a traditional uh, next generation Xbox console, that there would be a um, much cheaper supplemental or, you know, alternative to the next generation Xbox, which would be, you know, much more cheaper, cost efficient, um, streaming only uh, console that would uh, release alongside it, which when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense, especially in terms of kind of where we're being hinted at going in terms of the next generation, or at least what's being what's been tested out this whole this whole generation well towards the end of the generation technically of this generation so um but yes in an interview uh phil spencer denied straight up denied uh that suspicion of that uh quote there are no plans for a streaming only system so i mean uh it's kind of hard to deny that uh, he just said it's flat out, but who knows? He could be, you know, maybe using some PR PRE terminology to kind of maybe dance around. Maybe it's a uh, still possible to have a weaker. Um, uh, but then when I think about it, it's like, what's the use that would just take away sales from the main console in that case. So you might as well just have a, uh, brand new, new system. That's just standard, not have that, kind of parity between a weaker and stronger console right out the gate. I guess it's somewhat more understandable to do kind of the same model that uh, Xbox and PlayStation did with the uh, Switch Pro and Xbox One X. But um, we'll see, I guess. I'm technically on the side of just, yeah, having one consistent general console with, you know, maybe the minor uh, differences of, you know, a hard drive size, um, what else? That was, that's generally the only biggest difference between consoles, at least, uh, if last generation was any indication. So yeah, so something like that, I would, I'd be totally fine with. Um, yeah, I don't think we're ready yet in terms of, uh, you know, uh, especially from an infrastructure standpoint and across a lot of countries and, uh, you know, states in uh, the US uh, in terms of having reliable enough internet speed to make uh, uh, make a streaming only console that worthwhile regardless so I'm totally all for it I hate change uh, I want to keep the physical the physicality of gaming alive uh, that's probably the best quality you can get in all of everything really when you think about it so I mean, F streaming only consoles. I say streaming only consoles. It's just a piece of I hate it all. Not really. I mean, it's okay. Probably if I like, you know, 
didn't feel like bringing my console with me when I'm traveling. But then when you travel, it's like when you in hotel Wi-Fi, everything is horrible. Everything is just poor. And it's like you only get like, what, two gigabytes? Not, oof, I wish. Only get two, what, two kilobytes a second uh, in terms of internet speed, which is not even reliable at all. So it's like, what, what am I doing? It's like you got your dick out, but you know, nobody... <laughs> It's like you got your dick out, but nobody ain't there. So it's like, what are you doing? What what are you what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Some random dude come in. What what are you doing? I right, amen. Hey Amen. Hey I just had my dick out. I'm sorry. Let me let me put it back. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know where why that <laughs> where that came from, why that went down that route, but you know what? We're gonna go with it either 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 way. So um yeah, so I think this is good either in general. Um definitely great to just have one cons- standard console just to focus on and yeah, like I was saying earlier, not have this kind of jarring parity between like um graphical power and then you know developers have to worry about that uh where you know somebody's gonna definitely feel the hurt and even in some cases with the uh more powerful console that technically would be compromised to an extent because they have to basically um more than likely if I mean it's a pretty much a given at this point that it has to be derived from the lower version of the console which ultimately doesn't lead to the most definitive experience it generally could have been without having the um without having that parity between consoles where you know a developer can just focus strictly on one um console skew uh, basically, that isn't drastically different. That will warrant, you know, trying to make a version for that. And then, yeah, overall, you know, I mean, you, we've seen it with, uh, you know, Xbox 360, PS3, that transitioning period from those consoles to Xbox One and PS4. So, I mean, it would only make sense that, um, um, you know, that it would be some compromises somewhere in order to keep compatibility and you know um development scaling if you will um because i believe i forgot who said it but they said generally most developers uh develop the lower uh, version of a game first and then just scale it up for the you know beefier consoles um which is i guess depends on the game which you you know obviously is better than nothing but you know ideally just to have that true, I guess, 100% effort or, you know, um, some some energy that was possibly siphoned for that could just generally just be all focused in a one just uh, skew of a, you know, console instead in, in regards to having a, you know, somewhat uh, maybe slightly compromise, you know, in that regard, you know, you know what I mean? Do you do you know what I mean? Just saying. Uh, but thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate you, Phil. <laughs> hey, Phil. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Randomly in the shower, <laughs> he, Phil Spencer's there. You yeah, well, we know Phil Spencer probably go to Equinox or something like that. The the uppity uh, uh gyms. But you know, just randomly come in there. I'm like, 
Hey Phil, he, he in the he in the shower. I'm right behind him. I'm right on his neck. Hey Phil, doing a good job, man. Just want to let you know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would get my ass kicked out immediately. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> stupid. Okay, um, yeah. So. And I think I saw another article about Phil Spencer, how he's exactly how he is, which is, I mean, that's he's Phil Spencer. He, you could tell he's a pretty good stand up guy, modest, just uh, humble, you know, uh, not uh, not all up in his head like uh, Phil Harrison, I believe, of, uh, you know, who basically just started this destruction of uh, Xbox's name with the initial, you know. Um, announcement of the Xbox One. Oh boy. Yeah, let's hope for you know a better beginning on the uh, on the good foot uh, for Phil, which I'm pretty confident that you know he will. And I I mean we got to give credit to Phil Spencer in terms of I I don't feel like he gets credit enough for trying to turn what what could be honestly honestly be a sinking ship in terms of you know the 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 momentum um that xbox had going in which was pretty much <laughs> going on the very the the, the the uh the down end you know what i mean so um big ups to um big ups to phil spencer for you know uh doing the best that he can with <laughs> just being screwed uh coming into things and trying to you know turn the ship around into a, a pretty great direction that you know i think uh, us as gamers as well as you know pretty much everybody developers and all uh can be appreciative of in terms of, you know just the general operating system and you know console decisions that were made that you know you can tell um definitely handicapped uh the xbox as a whole in terms of them trying to what's the word trying to basically change like you know the operating system and interface that you know it started out to be and was originally panned to kind of be set out to be that uh you know phil spencer and you know obviously his whole team at xbox trying to make make things more more user-friendly overall you know so i don't think he gets credit enough so phil spencer just want to let you know man i care about you and i love you i mean if you want to um want to chill out in um in a sauna one day just let me know phil you got my number you, you probably don't i'm sorry i'm sorry phil I'm sorry, Phil. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, next in news, at least that uh, what I found interesting. Uh, we all know Loot Crate. Uh, Loot Crate is basically the, um, I guess, service company. I guess company. Company where you uh, would get um, new loot boxes every month. So it looks like uh, Loot Crate is, has seen better days. Um where it's been announced that, excuse me, that uh, the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy as well as laying off uh, roughly 50 employees. So um, it's not looking so good for Loot Crate um, in that respect. Uh, But I believe they said that they are promising to um, release uh, the remaining Loot Crates that they had planned out or scheduled. 
So that's, you know, I guess good for the customers that have uh, used it. I mean, me, myself, I've never really used it, never necessarily felt compelled to get it. I mean, there's some cool crates I wanted to get, but I guess as a whole, I don't know. It just felt like the whole dynamic just didn't really appeal to me. It was just, you know, general knickknacks and stuff like that, but nothing really cool or substantial. And I was like, Wow, I'm really glad I got this. It just in my head felt like just stuff that would just be just more miscellaneous clutter that I technically, honestly, already got that I don't want any more of. So, um, yeah, but um, sorry here about, uh, you know, it's always bad to hear, you know, company um, not doing so good business wise. I mean, regardless if you hate it or like it. Um, you know, the company for what it was. So apologies uh, to all of the um, employees that lost their jobs. Uh, know for sure that uh, they'll be uh, landed on their feet. Um, but yeah, I just thought this was interesting because, uh, you know, obviously Loot Crate is very highly uh, related to gaming um, in terms of a lot of gaming related um, crates and stuff like that. So I thought it was um significant to uh discuss and uh kind of uh explore you know so next in news um we got somewhat of a semi confirmation or i guess technically a confirmation uh from nathan um dark detective nl on twitter uh he confirmed um that Volition is working on a new Saints Row game. It is, quote, the first full entry in the much loved series since the studio released Saints Row 4 in 2013, according to THQ Nordic's earnings release. I believe in general there was an earnings, earnings release that released a lot of other details about some of the IPs that THQ's owns, THQ owns, that will, um, um, that it's going to be some action being taken on the IPs that, you know, it'll eventually lead to some releases. I believe they referred to time splitters and who's another one. Darn it. Uh, what was it? Oh, dead Island two as well. So those were the few games, um, that were, um, at least somewhat semi-confirmed to be in the works of having some continuity in their game series. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, specifically for Saints Row, I mean, yeah, I feel like now's a better time than ever, you know, <laughs> with uh, especially Grand Theft Auto uh, spanning out releases like longer and longer with each, you know, new iteration. It, it seems only right for a uh, uh, volition to come out with a with a, a Saints Row game. Um, my biggest hope is that they don't um, try to continue uh, Saints Row Four. I personally was not a fan of the mechanics of Saints Row Four. I guess it's overall. I guess in general the whole game compared to the other Saint Row, uh, Saints Row games. I mean, it was fun. It was it was pretty. It was enjoyable in terms of playing in general. But I personally would have wanted some more. I guess semi realism, if you will, in terms of Saint Saints Row, uh, like similar to Saints Row Three, 
Uh, I think that kept a really great balance of, you know, being being pretty kooky while still maintaining some sense of realism. Um, kind of similar to the uh, older the older Grand Theft Auto games, um, you know, before the next gen or, you know, um, is it seventh gen? Uh, 360 PS3, I want to say. It's either 6th or 7th gen, I think. Either way, you get what I'm saying. Um, where, you know, uh, Grand Theft Auto had that sense of realism while technically, you know, having the suspended belief that it's a video game, you know, where you have the video gamey aspects, but at the same time still keep that, I guess, balance of having some somewhat realistic e stuff i guess in general i just didn't want it to go don't want this series to continue going off the rails as much as it technically did with saints row four uh you know like the superhero powers flying and jumping in the air and everything it just felt not saint rowy that's probably the best way to explain it I just wasn't a fan of it um, compared to other ones. I just like the cool semi-realism kind of, you know, trying to be like what Grand Theft Auto used to be, which I think that I think that was a that's a pretty great pocket to be in in terms of, you know, technically, when you think about it, kind of riding off the coattails of of Grand Theft Auto, where, you know, obviously I, I would I would argue that. Most people, when they think of Saints Row um, being a Saints Grand Theft Auto clone, which is, to be honest, pretty safe to say, I guess, with the exception of Saints Row 4, technically, where it just, you know, just goes off the hinge. It it freaking breaks that door off, just break that door off and just just swing it where it won't to, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's my biggest hope that uh, I just goes back to the realism uh semi-realism slash kookiness that was saints row 3 that i think managed to do that blend pretty well i guess as well as uh saints row 2 too you know i think saints row 1 felt too realistic where it was kind of weird just it it was still wasn't sure what it was yet at least that's kind of what i felt when i played it uh but you know you could tell in 2 and 3 it started gaining more of its identity and, you know, we kind of established itself as, you know, kind of what we know Saints Row to be and what we expect of the series and as in general. And then we think about the story of Saints Row 4. Um, it does kind of lead it to be um, somewhat semi-retconned, if you will, because it was all kind of a simulation, I believe, anyway. So that's kind of maybe the cop out they can use to kind of get out of, you know, maybe the expectation of people wanting to go into the continue the superhero E route or whatever, you know. So, yeah, I mean. For what it's worth. And, yeah, I guess they kind of got retconned in some of the later DLT uh, DLT BLT. Give me that bacon. <laughs> what? Um, the later. uh DLCs for Saints Row. So that's my biggest hope, but it is good to at least get some confirmation that uh, another Saints Row is coming out. I will definitely play it. I had a, I had a great time with the whole series. Um, 
I thoroughly enjoyed them. I had a lot of memories <laughs> with the first one with his uh, crappy multiplayer. But boy, man, uh, boy, would not uh, a little kid without much money playing these uh, playing this game. I was, you know, trying to trying to. Uh, I was gonna make that. I was gonna make that game last. You hear me? <laughs> Wasn't the best multiplayer, but boy, I made sure I enjoyed the hell out of it. You know. <laughs> So, um, yeah, um, hopefully, hopefully, uh, PHQ makes the right decision or, you know, the decision I prefer, you know, I guess that's don't want to confine things in that, that sense. Um, what else about Volitionist Saintro? Oh yeah, I did like, uh, I did enjoy the spinoff technically of, uh, the Saintro game, which was Agents of Mayhem. So, I mean, I doubt it'll do anything real. Maybe maybe some continuity with maybe acknowledging that game or to some extent within the next one. But yeah, I don't know. It was cool. Maybe uh, implement some aspects to that, like superpowers or, you know, um, that'd be kind of cool. It was a cool mindless shooter um, that I, I, I got some enjoyment out of in general. I, I ended up beating it and all that. So that would be my hope. Uh, for the next Saint Tro, if it, if and when it does come out, so I guess only time will tell until we see uh, how they really want to treat that or how they are gonna, what direction they're gonna go with the series as a whole. So, cool, cool, cool. I mean, at this point, they might as well just try to go for the next generation. That could be a possibility. That will probably be preferred in my opinion. They might as well just wait it out um, until the next generation. But we'll see. It might probably be a late release for current gen uh, consoles. But yeah, man, I am pretty pumped for that. That definitely caught my attention. Um, So yeah, that pretty much covers all the news that um, I thought or deemed to be significant to, to uh, talk about slash discuss. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll get into uh, what I've been playing as of late. Um, so I finally, finally, uh, oh, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Is Where's my echo one? Fine, fine. Nope. How about, no? How about that? How about this? <laughs> I got to do some tweaking. I want to, I need an echoey version of damn it. Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I have that set either way? Um, finally beat judgment and man, it was a pretty good payoff. I gotta say specifically, I guess towards the, um, uh, the sub store side cases slash friends, uh, man, I, I don't want to spoil it too. Mm. Mm, it's been about what two months. Uh, I, I'll I'll dance I'll dance around, um. But 
Yeah, basically in terms of doing all those damn miscellaneous friend quests and side cases, which were fun. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure I'm complaining about it like I did enjoy them. Um, there was such a great payoff uh, with this, I guess, second to last uh, quest um, that only unlocks after you beat all the other quests tech basically. Um, and man, it was just this cool sense of just camaraderie and like, yeah, we're with you. You got me. We're with you, man. Yeah. Don't worry, man. We'll, we'll, we'll stand up for you where, you know, kind of like, uh, <laughs> it come kind of reminds me of a uh, end game Avengers end game where, you know, the one scene where, you know, it, you, you, you could sense like it's just total adversity against, uh, Steve and, you know, like everybody came up. Hey man, don't worry. We got your back, man. Hey, hey, man, I remember when you helped me when I wasn't nothing. Hey, I got your back. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> it just made you want to tear up a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of teared up a little bit. I don't know. I ain't gonna. I mean, I'm a sucker for those moments where, you know, you weren't expecting somebody to help you out. And then they did. Um, I always I always just fall for that for some reason. I, I, I can't describe why, but uh man, that, that that got my heartstrings. It was pulling them really hard. It was pulling my heart to the to the extent that I was about to lose it, but I but I contained myself. I kept my composure and uh I, I sustained myself to further enjoy uh this quest um that was technically the semi finale one. So basically, in terms of the quest, I'm still trying to dance around, not being too spoilery. Uh, you eventually uh, go against the Kai Hen 4 gang, basically, in various segments. Um, and then you ultimately, you know, kind of thwart whatever they were trying to do, basically. And then, you know, everybody celebrates. Oh, yeah, you got me. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man, man. Hey, we're friends, man. Hey, through thick and thin, uh, as imperfect as we all are, we're going to we're going to stand our ground and and it, uh, we don't care who, who gets in our way. You know, I don't know. Stuff like that always gets to me. It's just so genuine. It feels so genuine and sincere you know, and realistic, I guess that, you know, you can kind of identify with some of those aspects, like some, a bunch of nojos teaming up to fight for something they believe in. I always find to be compelling and interesting and, uh, you know, fascinating in a lot of ways. So boy, that was such a great payoff. And, uh, if you guys are familiar with previous Yakuza games where you have to beat, uh, all the sub stories slash, well, I guess in Yakuza sense sub stories, uh, to unlock a special final sub story. Uh, I can definitely confirm that is in this one and good God, is it as, uh, difficult annoying, but, uh, just as satisfying in a dark soulsy way, uh, as, as possible pretty much. So pretty much gives you that same satisfaction as, uh, the original Yakuza games. So for those that are curious, yes, it is. It is there. The lineage continues, uh, to be as cryptic as I can. Um, yeah, man, boy, it was great. It was great after you found it out and you got that sense of like discovery, like, oh, really? OK, I don't know. I didn't think about that, you know, oh, so good. So good. 
And then, of course, the uh, the story um, in terms of everything kind of tying up, I thoroughly enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, the ending was pretty great. Uh, you got a lot of uh, a lot of payoff, uh, nothing that was directly just dangling or intentionally cliffhanging for like maybe, uh, you know, presumably a next one or something like that. I will say it does seem like they, you know, uh, the 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 lanes are open for another one, too. Um, but yeah, in general, good God, I guess I'll give my overall impressions of judgment. Um, in terms of ranking it of my, of all the Yakuza games, mm, it, it's not as good. Mm, let me, let me be careful. I, at least coming fresh off my head and knowing how recent I played some of the other ones, I felt like I technically enjoyed uh, the original Yakuza's better in a lot of ways. I um, So I'll probably put it before basically all of the new, it would probably be last out of all the new Dragon Engine and even PS4 releases. Uh, so pretty much after zero or after, yeah, after zero. So it's probably judgment, judgment, um, judgment, zero Kiwami, um, six and Kiwami two trying to think if I forgot one. Now, in terms of specific Dragon Engine releases, that's currently where I will put it. Uh, it's Don't get me wrong, it's still an enjoyable Yakuza, but if I had to compare it against the other ones, I guess I just still feel like I identify more with uh, Kiryu, and I guess just having him be such an established character in the series for, lo- for so long, it's hard for me to depart from him and just accept a new character of this Yagami character guy I didn't necessarily I guess like him as much as Kiryu I mean obviously yeah in that case yeah I didn't I I just didn't really like and identify with him as much as I did with Kiryu Kiryu's felt more quiet strong strong silent type which I I can identify with a lot which is why I, I feel like I attach myself to the character a lot more um, but Yagami, I don't know. He just feels more rebellious and I can't really put my finger on it, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, directly, if I compared it to uh, Kiryu, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Let's say if the, none of the Yakuza games existed technically, and this was the first game ever, I'd probably rant and rave about this one. Maybe to kind of give some perspective on kind of like my, I guess thoughts of it as a whole, you know, um, I was kind of tempted to uh, platinum it, but good God, it, a lot of that is ridiculous. Like, uh, six was probably the easiest platinum ever. Um, definitely out of all the Yakuza's, uh, Kwame two was a, was a grind, uh, but it wasn't as bad. It was, it was still fairly doable. Um, but then like, you know, the older ones like Zero and Kiwami were like, 
I could probably still do them when I whenever I want to, but boy, those were a little little, little too tough. Uh, they were they were more time consuming than ever. Specifically, uh, like you know the mahjong and uh, shogi, and you know being it having to win specific types of ways. Um, obviously can take a pretty long time to get all those specific achievements, which is required to basically um, get the platinum ultimately at the end of the day. So from that aspect, I guess if you are a achievement trophy hunter, um, this is somewhat reasonable, but compared to the other Yakuza games, um, moderately difficult to attain. Um, but yeah, overall with, with judgment, I definitely like some of the decisions they made. I can't wait to see, you know, all these, uh, decisions they made in this one. Um, what is how, um, uh, how, uh, seven, or I think they're calling it something else, but Yakuza seven is going to come out with a new character, uh, yet again. Uh, I think his name is Ichiban. Uh, so we'll see how I like him as well, but, um, yeah, man, Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it obviously um, got me hooked and uh, enthralled uh, to the point where, yeah, no, I beat I beat the main game as well as doing all the sub stories. A big, uh, a big, um, I guess, disappointment. Uh, now that I'm remembering, uh, after you beat the game, uh, there is, you know, a premium adventures like the previous game where, you know, you basically can explore the city and do all the sub quests that maybe you missed in the playing the original story and stuff like that. But, oh, my God, it's such a huge disappointment. Um, you don't get to change your costumes like in the uh, Yakuza games. That is such that, that hurt me so much. I was I was so disappointed, like otherwise I probably would have been compelled to, you know, um, finish up uh, some of the achievements and, uh, you know, finish the game all together. Well, you know, 100 percent the game possibly, but uh, not having not having uh, alternate costumes you can change into like you can't you. How dare you not have Kiryu's suit for you to wear? What what is that? I guess maybe some justification or semi explanation as to why is that, you know, throughout the game you do, um, you know, since you are you play as a detective, uh, you do pick up disguises that you can use and things like that. But on top of that, it's like you can't even go into disguises unless you're in a scenario where you need to put yourself in a disguise. So it's only like only a very few set piece moments where you're where you're uh, um, prompted or insinuated to um, go into disguise to get yourself out of a sticky situation or, you know, infiltrate a building or something like that. So, I mean, what would would have made even more sense then is for you to uh, basically like after you beat the game, like why not let you switch into all of the all of all or any of the um, uh, disguises that you attain throughout the, the whole game? 
that that befuddled me so much um cause i was like okay so if there isn't costumes can i at least change into the disguises i got which you couldn't and that that like hurt me even more so it's like that could have been a pretty at least decent constellation i mean it's obvious that you know you 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 can use the costumes as disguises or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's a reward after fully attaining all the skills, which I haven't got. I'm pretty close, but I haven't picked up all the skills or, you know, unlocked everything in the game. Um, yeah, that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. Um, God, it could have been it could be a simple DLC, you know, uh, to add just costumes, you know, just have your uh, closet in your house, being able to change into whatever suits. Come on, Kiryu, Kiryu suit, original gray and red shirt. Come on, Sega. Ryu Ga Gotoku Studios. I butchered that name. I'm sorry. Ryu Ga Gotoku Studios. Come on. Give me some give me some more reward for beating the game. For doing everything. Or if anything, I mean, you know, a reward for a hundred percent of the game. I'd be I, I wouldn't prefer that, but I mean if it'd be something, you know, to kind of strive for and like, okay, well, as long as I can lock these costumes, all right, just one more thing for me to encourage me to, you know, uh keep playing or trying to beat the game. But no, no, it chose not to, which um, I, I, I looked on the forums, looked, looked it up in terms of making sure because it's this has been out in uh, Japan for a while now, I think in this past December and then, you know, recently came out in June. So um, it's pretty much confirmed that at least from what I looked at in the forums that it's uh, it's not an option, which is such a missed opportunity. I guess maybe they're trying not to, you know, be too similar to Yakuza, even though that's kind of hard to do because it's like a lot of of mechanics in the game very much are similar, if not directly the same as um, the Yakuza games. So uh, it hurts. It hurts a lot. But I definitely recommend it for those that uh, may be too intimidated for by Yakuza um, as a series, because, you know, it's all had a whole lot of lore. Zero, one, two, three, four, five and six. That is a lot of content, even though technically each game, if you critical path uh, just the main story and don't do the side stuff, even though they're very worthwhile doing, um, you can get pretty much through all of them within 10 hours each even more or less even less so if you skip cutting uh cut if you get cutting <laughs> if you skip cutscenes but that obviously uh, i wouldn't recommend that because you wouldn't be getting a story anyway but um yeah yeah i, I mean yeah, I definitely I highly recommend it for those who maybe are interested in the Yakuza series, but have been, you know, a little, little hesitant to put dip their toe in. Uh, I definitely would recommend this one. It's a clean slate, doesn't have any correlation to the previous Yakuza's, just maybe some maybe one or two. Only from my experience playing the game, those sub all the sub stories and um the main story it was very few uh references than i was expecting 
um, to the previous games. I think the only ones I caught were Ono Michio Kun and uh, who else? Um, was that really the only one? It was some character that appeared, some other character that appeared in um, the previous Yakuza as well, but that was it. I I kind of would have, part of me really wanted that, but I can see why they don't want to do that at the same time. But uh, at least through playing the game, you could tell that a lot of continuity, um, there is somewhat of a continuity from the other games. So it seems like from a timeline perspective, it, it does somewhat um, is related. They're in the same universe. It feels like at least that's what I was kind of curious about as I was playing the game, like where this kind of sets in the universe of Yakuza and it technically does. It seems to take place after Yakuza six to some extent, but you know, it's hard to really ultimately pin that down. But from a lot of the, you know, insinuation and uh, I guess directly the Ono Michio Kun quest, um, it, it seems very implied that, um, this takes place sometime after, uh, the events of Yakuza six, technically, even though the, the stories aren't, um, you know, related at all. So you don't need to play any of the previous Yakuza's to understand anything going on here. It'd be some cool, it, it would, it would be some cool subtle references that you'll get, uh, particularly, um, just, uh, yeah, I guess mainly Ono Michio Kun, which I guess you can, you know, look up YouTube or something like that. Um, but yeah, outside of that, there isn't really anything directly, um, that you would be missing out on. So yeah, again, I would, uh, highly recommend, you know, those that are curious about the game, um, and are curious to dip in and, uh, test it out that this would be is a perfect game to, um, kind of explore that a lot of the similar mechanics and dynamics are, that are in this one are in the um, excuse me the other yakuza games so yeah man um thoroughly enjoyed it um still doesn't compete with you with uh my man kiryu and goro majima but uh a worthwhile game either way so that is i guess technically somewhat of a semi-review of Yakuza, well, I'm, see, look, I did it. Uh, uh, judgment, judgment. Um, one thing I also wanted to touch on real quick too is uh, the Phoenix rightness of it. I kind of, um, I wish it was more. No, now that I think about it, it was pretty fairly done. It was respectably reasonably done. Now that I think about it. It wasn't too, too prudent. It wasn't too like frequent. I uh, felt each moment, each period was justified um, in terms of its use. But yeah, basically, you know, after playing the whole game, if Yakuza and uh, Phoenix Wright had dirty, nasty sex um, and just had a baby that they, you know, maybe didn't or weren't, weren't prepared for Don't didn't want to have, but then, you know, they complaining and fighting, um, the whole time they pregnant and then, you know, then they had the baby. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that would be judgment. <laughs> I guess exclude all the backstory. I don't know why, why I went that route, but I did. And we're gonna, we're gonna stay with it. Um, but yeah, um, very fulfilled with that game. 
Um, I put like 70 hours in. Uh, but mind you, a lot of that is uh, sub stories, friend quest, uh, talking to the girls, um, girlfriends. I kind of uh, I'll be honest with y'all. Uh, I totally forgot about that, too. Um, I, I, I was I was a player in that game. That is not what I'm like in real life. OK, I'm total opposite. All right. Just want to put that out there. I was only doing it to get the achievements. All right. OK. All right. The girls are cute, though. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was enjoyable having conversations, getting to know them better, but uh, I felt guilty, you know, because basically um, you come across four girlfriends in the game and then you get a chance. Uh, basically, you kind of have to keep hanging out with them, going out on dates, and then you basically get their uh, meter up all the way to the max, if you will. And then um, after that, they'll come to you and say, you know, hey, hey, you got me. I really like you. And these feelings I'm having for you, I really love you. And, you know, then you have the choice to just shut her ass down. Like, bitch, I don't love you. Better get out of my face with that mess. I'm trying to try to bring these feelings onto me. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> or you can accept their love willingly, which will make you boyfriend and girlfriend technically. But uh, when you get other girlfriends or, you know, come across other girls that potentially can be your girlfriend, you come across that same choice and basically can do all the same things with technically no repercussion. Um, so basically you can be, you got me the pimp and basically be pulling all these four girls as your girlfriend and, you know, living that, um, what's the term now? I guess thought. I guess a male thought. Yeah, you'd be living that thought life. You got me to thought. That's what I should be calling him now. Yeah, damn shame. You got me to thought. Uh, but to his credit, he does, you know, question himself like, should I be lying? And, you know, I do have a girlfriend. So he does say some of that um, for most of the girlfriends that you, uh, you know, potentially get. So it's a weird gray line they put there. Um, well, I mean, obviously it's bad, but, you know, for me, uh, strictly in the purpose of getting these achievements, I mean, I, and then on top of I mean, I don't want to let them down. They're, 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 they're so cute. And I don't, they just seeing their whole trial to get with me that a lot of them are like, you know, very pent up and, are very closed off. And then, you know, me being their only opportunity to be with them, they don't want to, you know, I, I had to. Okay. I'm just saying, um, I just wanted them achievements. Otherwise that would have been nice. And then it's like, Ari's a girlfriend with one of them, but then the other one is cuter. So it's like, what am I going to do anyway? You know? All right. <laughs> I don't know. Why am I trying to try to justify the decisions I made to y'all? Okay. This is strictly game related. This would not be in real life. All right. I just want to put that out there. All right. Maybe this is some guilt that I'm con con confiding to y'all, but, but, but still, okay. All, all right. I mean, yes. D judgment. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Had to, had to let that out. Okay. Uh, it's not bad. It's a video game. This is not real life. I would not do it otherwise. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that pretty much covers judgment. Enjoyable game.
enjoyable game. I thoroughly had a great time with it. Um, next interesting game I've been playing lately is uh near, not near Automata, the original near, uh, on the original Xbox. Well, not the original Xbox. Let me, because Microsoft got all the termina- terminology messed up. The uh Xbox 360 playing near one and boy um this has been actually a long time coming to be honest i would um probably within the span of uh a year or two um i'll say roughly last year so i played the game for a couple hours then dropped it for like a year or roughly a year or so Picked it up a little bit here and there in between, but um, I think the reason why it just wasn't grabbing me like I wanted it to. And then, man, I was like, you know what? Uh, I had all these, I, you know, I was, I had that post postmortem uh, game game feel, you know what I mean? Where it's like you kind of feel this sense of I'm pretty sure it's a term for it. You feel this sense of attachment to the game, you know, like you've been playing it consistently for so long and now it's like you're done and it's like you're not sure what to do with yourself afterward. Um, so that's kind of I was in that state after beating um, Judgment um, somewhat semi shortly. But, um, yeah, I was deciding what I wanted to play next. And then I was like, you know what? Yeah, I've not played near. I kind of want to see what all the fuss was about for near Automata and stuff like that. So I was like, OK, I'm going to go ahead and start playing near one. So that's what I did. I uh, started playing it and then, you know, I was I was getting to the point where like, you know what? Yeah, I'm probably going to just just put it on the back burner and try something else. But man, uh, I I was like, you know, (laughs) I was right at the verge to it. And I was like, you know what? Let me just try this other segment. And after that, then I'll be good. And then, of course, it could not have been perfectly timed right after that particular segment. Uh, It was a significant um story changing point not gonna spoil it even though it's what been a what a nine year old game now um a pretty significant change in the story and i was like oh okay i'm kind of interested now you get like a lot of new abilities and stuff i'm like okay this is where the game is starting to pick up i see and then yeah ever since then i was enthralled and then uh started getting more interested and then ultimately beat it and that's kind of the dilemma i'm at right now in terms of the game it's like i'm in this weird um uncertainty uh, in terms of the game so to dance around you know directly spoiling the game and I guess I've heard it's kind of similar with um, near Automata as well, is that basically after you beat the game, you technically don't beat the game, quote unquote. So uh, it seems at least from what I was what I'm playing um, now. So basically, after you beat the game, you get ending a I believe they called it. Uh, but then after you do that, you get uh, you're able to create another save point and then do route or it's something i forgot the terminology but you can do i think route b or something like that where basically you play the game again but from a somewhat slightly at least initially what i've seen slightly different perspective um uh, at least in this case you were playing as one character 
And then at least what I thought initially, you would start the game as you would start the game as another character and play it that way. That would have been a little bit more interesting. But then now uh, after doing it, it basically started with a whole super uber. um, What's the term? Uh, Is it active novel or? Basically, they pretty much just had you read all. It seemed like what, like six chapters out of a book somewhat. Uh, But I guess an enhanced novel, interactive novel, I think interactive novel, I want to say. So it basically had that aspect that was basically um, a good point starting out. Then after that, they basically, you know, it seemed like they set the basis for kind of the explanation of this one character who was pretty much mysterious for most of the game. So then after that, um, you technically play at least the second half of the game. At least it isn't the whole game, because if that was the case, I probably would have dropped it. I probably probably would have been done. But um, now um, it's it seems somewhat more doable. And then some of the interesting additional points are kind of cool. You know, you see a different perspective that you didn't notice or obviously wasn't brought to your attention playing it the first time. Um, so I'm curious to see how far that goes. But at the same time, I don't want to feel burnt where it's like I kind of did all this for nothing where I just could have watched a YouTube video and got all of the same thing. But I'm, you know, doing I was doing some research on it and it seems like it is worthwhile literally playing through the game the additional times yourself. So I think I'm going to try it, see, see how I feel about it, see if uh, I ultimately uh, don't get burned. Um, but, you know, in general, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's technically where I'm at with the game. I technically beat it, but didn't beat it. <laughs> technically, I guess depends on what you perceive that as. But um, I. Mm, I'm undecided. I'm, <laughs> I'm indecisive. I'm indecisive about how I feel yet. I think once I see all the corresponding endings, I think I will feel more um, justified or, you know, I guess satiated in terms of the decision I potentially want to make with how I feel about the game. So that's kind of where I'm at and kind of feel at the moment about the game. I'm kind of indecisive. The gameplay is pretty interesting. Uh, it kept me engaged. Um, it had a lot of interesting aspects. Um, the combat was pretty cool. Them side quests though, Jesus, it just felt like just tedious fetch quest city. So I pretty much skipped a lot of those that are in the game. Um, it didn't seem like a lot of those were worthwhile anyway. It just gives you extra money. And it seems like the most powerful weapons you get anyway are throughout the story in general. So um, I hear it might be some reward for doing all the quests or something like that. But if it just results in the best in it or something like that, I'm like, no, I'm just probably just going to look that up specifically on YouTube if that's the case. But I'm just going to let myself um, dance in mystery and curiosity um, to see how that uh comes to be, you know, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much how I've been, um, in terms of near, uh, it is pretty interesting. I like how off the rails they go <laughs> with the game. They, they, they keep it real sometimes like, uh, this one character, uh, grimoire, I'm just called grimoire. I forgot his last name, 
But uh, <laughs> he'd be going off the rails, calling uh, this one girl hussy and, and then the other girl, uh, Kayenne, I want to say. And she'd just be going off the rails, too. Like, you bitch, you stupid ass. She And she'd be straight cussing out. Like, I was like, whoa, this is this is weird for like it, it didn't seem like it, it. It made sense in this type of game and universe. But at the same time, it's like I'm interested. I'm interested, though. So there's been that um that factor as well but all in all i'm i'm curious to see uh how the uh latter endings maybe elaborate or bring new light to what i was expected to know at the end of the first ending um so apparently it's pretty substantial and it's worthwhile doing so i'm gonna Go on a limb and trust uh, the folks that have played this game and experienced it and see um, how that spans out. And it'll probably also give me a the similar expectation um, in terms of near Automata, because I, I know for sure it's the same format as well, where I think that takes it uh, that one takes it to a whole nother level um, in that extent. So I am very interested to uh see what the fuss is about with this one and then yeah play uh near automata at some point might take a back burner for uh gears five because that's going to come out soon and goodness control that's going to come out at the end of the month that's just first world problems on top of that i forgot monster hunter uh iceborne all this is coming out around the same time frame. So now they're going to give me this this uh, horrible first world problem of of being indecisive and not sure what game I want to play uh, or devote my time to first. Uh, why must you do this game companies? Why do you give me this this first world problem of deciding what game I want to play first? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? As I have a pinky on my got my pinky up sipping a tea, sipping some tea. I'm not. I'm not sipping tea. I'm just saying that for joking purposes. I'm not that type. I don't make tea. Tea is stupid. Unless it's the, the good tea. That some raspberry tea. Mm. <sighs> Love me some damn raspberry tea. Goodness. Sorry. I don't know why I went there, but I did. Okay. I guess uh, outside of gaming, um, in terms of uh, viewing, uh, show-wise, um, I caught up. Uh, well, no, I haven't caught up. I caught the first two episodes of Orange is the New Black season seven. I think season seven, which they said is going to be the final season. Uh, they said it straight up like when you start the season or something like that. Um, I think the summary of the whole the previous seasons, they said it's going to be the final season or something like that. But either way, uh, first two episodes were pretty interesting. Um very fascinating to see how a lot of dynamics are going to play out. Um, I guess oh, as a whole, I've not, I've not really been disappointed with any of the seasons or didn't feel like one season was drastically subpar compared to other ones that I recall at least. So it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But at least in terms of currency and some interesting stuff has been playing, going into play. Um, and I'm curious to see what comes of it. Um, so it definitely did, did its job in that aspect of, you know, piquing my interest to see, um, the next episodes and see how that plays out. So I'll probably give a little, well, not a spoiler or anything. I'll just, um, 
briefly give our initial impressions after I finish the whole season. May possibly do it this weekend, but I don't know. I more than likely want to devote my time to um, near try to get these all these endings out and get that get that knocked out out the way. But uh, yeah, um, outside of that, that's pretty much all I've been up to uh, there. Um, yeah, so I guess some housekeeping. Um, I'll, as always, thank you for uh, listening. Um, but if you can, um, definitely greatly appreciate it if you uh, rate, subscribe, and I don't know, I want to say submit. That just sounds so dominatrixy, which I wasn't trying to get out. But I mean, hey, if you into that thing, that type of thing, by all means, I'll be a, I'll be a dom. Is there a male version of a dominatrix, a dominant, a dominant, a dama man, <laughs> a dama man? Dom- All right. You know what? I got to look this up because I am curious. Uh, is there a male version of a dominatrix? I would think so. I would think so. Are they called a dominatrix? These are important questions we need to know. Forget about all this, you know, world hunger stuff. This is this is the important stuff right here. I'm telling you. Uh, a dom or dominant or dom daddy. So there's a, it seems to be a lot of terms. So dom dominant or I don't know. I'm not sure if they're joking. Hmm. It seems likely a dom daddy. Dom daddy seems, I guess, to be the most realistic Dom Daddy, please more. Gotta do the voice. Dom, Dom Daddy, please. Dom Daddy, please. More. I want some more. You gonna, you gonna get all these slaps if you want, bitch. I don't care. I don't care. You sit on your damn knees and you gonna take these slaps. May I have some more? May I have some more? Yes, you may. Yes, you may. You dirty. You dirty, dirty bitch. You so dirty. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So my question was answered. I'm sorry. I was. I felt like I. I'm, I'm sorry. That was a necessary uh, segue. I, I apologize for that, but I had to know. My instant curiosity had to be satiated right there. I had to squash it. I hope you understand <laughs> as right, right after I say, please like and subscribe. <laughs> I went and, Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess you can't write that up either way. Um, man, I lost my train of thought that totally derailed me. Um, yeah, you could uh, check me out on, uh, twitch TV slash a switch. You can also check me out on youtube.com slash a switch. You can also check out my website, which I do host uh, this podcast from, which is uh, a switch.net um, plan to pretty it up. Um, well, it technically is in a pretty good state in general, to be honest. Uh, but maybe down the line, I plan to maybe um, fancy it up to some other uh, ideal extent. Uh, but at least as of now, I'm pretty satisfied with the state it's currently in. So by all means, check it out there. You can get the links to all my other 
uh, sites and well, I guess sites I'm currently active on. Uh, with that being said as well, you can also check me out on Ace. Why did I say Ace? Well, also check me out on Twitter at Ace Switch, uh, where I do uh, post ignorant and uh, dumb stuff. But at the same time, I post, um, you know, meaningful and uh, thoughtful stuff, too. Um, not even gonna lie to y'all. It is a lot of ignorant, dumb stuff, but at the same time, it, it, there is some, there's some pepper of, uh, substance there too. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Don't because I'm a black man. Don't put me into that, uh, constrained box of being an ignorant black man, even though that's highly what, you know, I kind of portray, but no, don't judge a book by its cover, and even if that that book cover is obvious or blatant, you gotta you gotta pull that book cover off, and then look at the under at the the sides. But even even then, you gotta open that page up a little bit more. Look at the pages, check out the first page, check out the paragraphs. What's the sentence structure? You know, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Okay, thank you. Um, you can also check me out Well, not check me out, but if you like to support, uh, the content, um, keep the lights going, um, by all means you can, um, donate on Patreon. I, I guess I'm not sure how that works. So I probably shouldn't really be pledging that or promoting that if I'm not even really fleshing that out like I want to, but either way you can, you know, explore that site and. I'm not sure how the site's worked fully. I haven't got time to really flesh it out. But in general, you could check it out. And then, you know, uh, you can also show your support in other ways, subscribing on my Twitch, YouTube, and all other platforms that I'm not cognizant of at the moment. But yeah, man. Um trying to think of anything else and I, but I think that's it. Um, definitely looking forward to next week in terms of, uh, gamescom, definitely expecting to hear a lot of news, uh, coming out of there. Um, but yeah, I'm actually surprised by the lack of content we had this, uh, this week, but Hey, we made it work either way. Uh, but yeah, until next time guys. Oh,